InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Would you like your life to be filled with abundance? A consultant and coach says it begins when you adopt the right mindset and count your blessings. With more, here's InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Gina LaRoche, who is the co-author of the new book, The Seven Laws of Enough, Cultivating a Life of Sustainable Abundance. Nice to speak to you, Gina. Perfect time of year to be talking about this topic, really any day, because we're always so stressed about thinking we can't do enough. Tell us, what is your book about? Well, our book is about this journey that we ask us all to go on to go from this scarcity story to the story of enough or creating this life of sustainable abundance. We believe that many of us do not realize that we are swimming in a sea of scarcity and it is running our lives. And we wrote this book to have folks have a bridge to a new life through the seven laws of enough. Could you help us explain better what the scarcity means? What is that all about? We see the scarcity story as really a story of myth. Lynn Twist in her book, The Soul of Money, distinguished the three toxic myths of scarcity. One is that there is not enough. The second is more is better. Not only is more better, more is always better. And the third, she writes, is that that's just the way it is. And we often believe that there's just not going to be enough jobs or houses or cars for me, and the more I have, the better off I'll be. My co-author, Jen Cohen, and I wrote, there's a flip side to this myth, which is more myth, is this myth of excess. And not only do we have the myth of scarcity, we have the myth of excess. And the myth of excess, you can have it all. Myth number two is that having it all will make you happy. And myth number three, which is my favorite myth, is if you do not have it all, and or you are not happy, it is your fault. And so these myths are driving many of our lives and causing us to feel contracted, competitive, jealous, fearful, shameful, worrying. That to us is a life of scarcity and we invite us all to step out of that. And so what does create happiness then? Oh, I think that's a spiritual question. And it's a journey that we all must take for ourselves, really looking through, I will say, the seven laws. And the first law is that our stories matter. Who we are and where we came from have shaped us. We need to look at law number two is I am enough and really declaring that you are enough, you do enough, and you have enough. Law number three is I belong, you belong, period, full stop, and Knowing that you belong is another step toward discovering your own happiness. But we can't forget law number four is that we are not exempt from life's ups and downs. And we can't insulate ourselves from life's ups and downs. And there is freedom and, dare I say, happiness when we stop trying. Law number Five is resting is required and deeply resting in ourselves allows us to remember the truth of the other laws and is a step toward a life of happiness. Law number six is joy is available, having fun, lightening up, laughing, humor, playfulness that can bring us to 
toward a life of happiness. And finally, the seventh law, and I often say, Lisa, is the only law, is that love is the answer. So we believe that on this journey, not only could you find happiness, you could find joy, contentment, you could reestablish connection and relationships that have been dropped. You can define for yourself what is enough in this moment. We are speaking with Gina LaRoche, who is the co-author of the book, The Seven Laws of Enough, Cultivating a Life of Sustainable Abundance. You know, sometimes if you live in a big city and you look around and you see families that might not have as much as you do, have, you know, five kids running around, a small house, not a lot to show materialistically, and yet they are happy. Would you agree? Yeah. Comparison is a weapon of scarcity. And what tools of sufficiency can you bring to the table for yourself? And some of that is connection. Those people are focused more on who they are being than what they are doing. And oftentimes we spend all day, every day, being doing machines at work, at home. What do I have to do next? Check off, check off on my list. Busy, 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 busy. And we don't take the opportunity to pause, take a step back, and rest in our own enoughness. And Lisa, for some people, it is mirroring that family of five that you described. But it could look different for others. I offer that generosity and gratitude is a pathway forward in this life that I'm offering to our readers. You know, I'm listening to you and I'm also thinking, wow, this sure sounds like a lot of women I know. Do you find that this is more of an issue for the female population? I don't know. I think all of us men and women are caught in this rat race of striving for more is better. What I think happens is a lot of times women don't take a step back to care for themselves and the resting is required to find their own time for meditation, prayer, reading, relaxation. They're often, particularly if they're mothers, doing for their kids before they're willing to be for themselves. So that's what I have noticed. But we're all caught in the story of not enough and that rat race of more, more, more. You also mentioned that you feel that humor is an important part to our well-being. And I know along the way, I didn't do this consciously, but many of my friends have been comedians. I've surrounded myself with funny people. Can you tell us the importance of that? Yes, scientists have actually proven that laughter and humor can lower our stress and have us feel a sense of ease. And there are some people who claim they have healed themselves from illness through laughter and humor. Most of the things I watch on the Internet or television is stand-up comedians. I love having that belly laugh, and it just helps us relax, just to lighten up a little bit. I think we take our lives really seriously. I know I do. My work's really important. My writing's really important. My children are really important. My marriage is very important. Serious, serious, serious. Take a moment to pause and just laugh at yourself. Well, you know, especially with social media, the world is moving a mile a minute, a second these days. And you look on Instagram, especially Instagram, and you think, oh, my God, everyone has such a perfect, beautiful life. Yeah, it's curated like a museum. Gina LaRoche, co-author of The Seven Laws of Enough, Cultivating a Life of Sustainable Abundance. Thanks so much again, Gina. Thank you, Lisa. I really appreciated it. 
For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.